everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Friday. We made it all the way to the end of the week. Why is it always that the short weeks seem longer? I don't know why. This is this is this is a mystery to me. This has been a mystery since I was in uh, I, I was I was in elementary school. I've never understood this. You get you you get these um, you know you 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 get these these short weeks and they seem longer. I don't know. I, it's so strange, but uh, I'm glad for it. Um, the market seems to be moving very nicely, which is uh, kind of great, actually. Um, just kind of wanted to show you the Nasdaq composite. We we were starting to we, you know we made a nice little bounce today, and so that's looking that's looking good. Uh, that that's looking good. We're you know we're above that um, that infamous fifty day moving average, so that's good. Really, I still think we need to be above fourteen hundred. But listen, if it if it's moving up like this, I'll take it. Hopefully, hopefully by Monday we may see. And I don't know. You know, you have to be in on the action trade alerts to find this out. But um, but I think uh, we're, we may have a signal that we're going to a market in a confirmed uptrend. We've been we we've been uh, we've been up until now the last few weeks or so, last week or so. Well, more than a week. Uh, we've been in an uptrend under pressure, and in uptrend under pressure, you know, you want to get ready, you want to have cash, but now it seems like it's time to start coming back into the market. It's just a lot of things have popped, and it's looking pretty decent uh, out there. So that is a that is a good thing, as Martha Stewart would say. Um, so the Nasdaq Composite looks good. I want to look at the QQQ. This has been a this has been a troubled uh, ETF. This is the um, this is the ETF that covers the NASDAQ 100, the 100 largest stocks. It's really the FANG stocks. It's up two, which is very good. It's been, as you can see, oh, well, we lost, there we go. It, 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 it's, it's, it's pulled back and now it looks like it may have bounced off the 50 day line. The reason I watch this one so carefully is because this contains many of the growth stocks that I really like. Now, um, in this sort of, sort of, Uptrend under pressure. The what has been doing the best has been the S and P 500, and not the the Nasdaq. And I'm going to switch it over to the the S and P 500 chart. Um, you know, we're we, we're we're still we're still looking pretty good on the S and P. The Dow. Let's look at the Dow to see kind of how it's it's going. Now, of course, there's only 30 stocks in the Dow. That seems to have recovered too. So hopefully, when these all these things get into sync. Then I think we're going to have, you know, the kind of, um, you know, the the kind of um, uh, the the kind of uptrend we we want to see. Now I have a kind of an interesting little uh, uh, deal uh, today. I'm going to show you a bull put spread that I just put on on a on a company called TTD, the Trade Desk. It's going to be splitting ten for one, and these I, I like playing these splits because. They typically typically will not they will not split a stock that doesn't have pretty good earnings. They they usually wait until after earnings. That's that's what happened with Nvidia. So I want to show you the stock. It's it's not the greatest chart. It's not not as good a chart as the Nvidia chart by any stretch. But it is making a move upward, and it looks like it has moved above the 21 day line. Now is now the reason this 21 day exponential line is so important. Is because this is the line where the institutions, this is kind of the line that they trade off of. So it is up today about 1.5%. This is a very short trade, but uh, it might be, it, it might end up being a good trade. 
uh, here. So I'm going to kind of go through that the trade that I put out for everybody in the in our Discord room, and also, uh, you know, in our, in our Discord room, kind of give you an idea of what it is. This is a bull put spread again on um, the trade the, the the trade desk, which is a which is a company that um, is sort of in the business of. Um, it, it's sort of it's sort of like Google in that it, if you want to place advertisements, um, really Google and Facebook are sort of were two of the only places to go. But the trade desk allows you to place uh, ads on everything else. So it's a key important company uh, when it comes to online advertising, which is very fast growing. So this is a, basically a stock split options play, and um, you know this of course we went out to our um, all of our members, but. Um, this kind of want to show you what I expect on this one. This will put about $620 in your pocket right away. That's what I did this morning. It's basically by buying four uh, of these June 11th uh, 560 puts and then immediately selling the June um, the, the the June uh, 565 puts. So that gives you if you offset those each on each other you're going to get about $620. Now, here's what we expect. Um, when you enter this trade, you'll be getting a net credit of about $620. This is what I did right before I came on the air here. Um, basically, you do have the maximum risk of about $1,300 uh, if it moves down to $559 uh, at the expiry. Uh, but you also, but, but potentially you have a maximum return of about $620. There's about a 68.3% chance of profit on this one. So it's very good. This does have a little bit of an edge and uh, it does have a break even of 563, which going into the split, hopefully won't be a problem. Let's kind of show you the expected value chart here. And this kind of gives you an idea. If if it rises into the split, that's where we want to be. Currently we're at about 582, as you can see, it's kind of smooth sailing all the way across. As long as it stays stable or even if it goes a little bit down, it comes up it should make a profit. Now, here's the thing. It's a very short trade based on the June 11th um, expiry. So it's, it's, it really, it's really um, very short trade. There's no earnings. Um, uh, there, there's no earnings reports in this. It's just going to be up until basically the date of record, the date of record for this, for um, the, 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 uh, the t the 10 to 1 split is going to be the 7th of June. So it's just really basically on Tuesday. Well, let's see. Okay, no, I'm sorry. It's going to be, this is Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So it's going to be Wednesday of next week. That's going to be the date of record when the trade desk splits 10 for 1. Now, typically, when you have a stock like this that, that does split, it typically will, will move up uh, to the date of the um, you know, to the date of the split, that step, that step and then after that, it, it usually retreat, retreats. So the the plan on this one is to hold it basically, uh, you know, really into maybe the 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 the, the seventh or the eighth. See how it's trading, and then possibly close it early, or maybe hold it all the way into uh, for in for for the uh, for the full six twenty. Now, of course, if it falls below. 564 then you know that's it will probably close the will probably close the trade so we'll just get to see how it trades and uh, keep track of it into its uh it's uh it's uh, it's split so it does it, it at least in the short term this is a daily chart it does sort of have some upward momentum so hopefully i'm right on this one uh it did have the death cross as you can see that had the death cross and it went down so hopefully it's recovering here a little bit 
Um, you know, this is not as good a trade as the uh, NVIDIA trade that I've showed you yesterday, but it, it still may be, it still may do, do well. So just kind of wanted to, to bring that one to your attention. Of course, that's available for all the people that are signed up for the free action trailers. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send a link to this deck out probably tonight for everybody that's on the trade alerts. And just to get on that super easy, www.sinfox.com slash Dallas trading floor. So that'll give you kind of that, um, that play. So it's, it's a, it's, it's a good way to go. Uh, let's take a look at some of the questions. All right. So we have question on upstart, All right? Upstart. Let's look at upstart real quick. U P S T. Search. Okay. Well, got to restart my camera there. Okay. And let's bring up the file. So with upstart, we did have this reversal. It looks like, and we are, we have moved above the short term high of 165. Uh, no, we haven't. We pulled back. So, okay, so it appears that there's some resistance right at this level here. It, it pulled up and then it's pulled back. See, there's definitely resistance at this higher high, 168.66. So it's just, this, this, this is a tough thing when it pulls past a, 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 past a resistance point. There's basically resistance right at this higher high here. And then, and then there, is a, there is some support right about here at 80. So that's kind of the range that it's going. So, um, you know, it looks it looks fairly powerful. I mean, it's got a relative strength of 99. The relative strength line is looking stronger. It's looking pretty strong, but there definitely is a uh, ceiling here at about 165. So I'm not surprised that it's pulling back because it didn't have enough power to get through that, as you can see uh, on the volume spikes here there was a lot of selling as it came up to this resistance. So um, right now, upstart has resistance <clears throat> right about 165.66. And that's kind of where it's, you know, seeing some of that, some of that resistance. Interesting company. Um, and uh, I definitely think that, you know, I might be a buyer on this one if it can hold, if it can close above that 165.66. Then I think I might be looking at it. But right now, uh, it just doesn't have enough power to come through that, uh, you know, it doesn't seem to have enough power to come through that. So let's click at QFIN. This is another one that is very interesting. And it's uh, basically a Chinese company. Um, you know, I've been kind of light on a lot of the Chinese companies. Uh, but this one did pull through its resistance. The resistance, of course, here was 35.15. And it looks as if... You know, it's looking very nice. It's up. Wow, look at that. Look at that volume, 209%. Let's see. I'm trying to figure out why this is the case. If there were earnings that were really good, it looks like they had some pretty good earnings that ended March. Uh, March, so that the, the sales were up 22%, but profits were up 458%. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. Um, we did have some, you know, so this was a really good earnings. I just wonder why, but this is a, this is a typical pattern when you have these consolidations like this, <coughs> this isn't quite, this is, this, this isn't, this isn't quite a, um, this is, this isn't quite a, a double, a, a W, um, a double bottom, 
but it's similar. Oops, I kind of lost. There we go. It, it's similar to oops, the double bottom. Okay. Oh goodness gracious. Oh goodness. It doesn't. It doesn't like it. So, um, yeah. I mean, this is definitely viable, but it's not. It's not viable for that much longer because it looks like it's at the very top of its. Um, its. Um, um, at the very very top of it of its range. So. The buy point on this is 35.16. It's above that. It's 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 five five percent away from that. The further away from it gets, that the more extended it gets. It's very difficult. One of the biggest problems is when you're buying stock, you don't want to buy it too extended. So right now you could buy this, but if it moves a little bit to, higher than this, you probably can't. So very interesting. QFIN is interesting. I would probably pass on both of these just because I think that there's better merchandise right now. There's a lot of really good stuff out there that is available. So, um, so you know, there you go. Um, I have a question on Virgin Galactic. That's SPCE. And of course, everybody knows that I was in that one. I, I uh, Basically, what I did is I got in and out of this one three times. It's amazing. Um, made, made profit on each time, uh, just basically putting in my stop loss. It's up today, 3112. Um, 31, Here's the thing with this. It seems as if uh, it's viable above about, um, you know, 3050. But, you know, if you do buy it at that point, you definitely want to throw that stop loss in as fast as you possibly can because it, it is pretty volatile. I mean, it's interesting. The the daily chart is actually looking better than the than the weekly chart, which is interesting. It's trading above the 200-day line. I'm liking that. What I'm really liking, and I don't know if you can see this. Oh, wait a minute. I know you can't see that because I hadn't put up the chart. <laughs> there we go. There's the chart. Um, what I really like about this is it's trading above the 10-day moving average, and the 10-day moving average has moved above the 200-day. So that is a very good thing. Relative strength is 80. Would I buy it at this at this level? Well, you know, I'm a little bit leery. I want to kind of see. I wouldn't hold it over the weekend. This is kind of a hot potato. You can make money on these stocks, but this is a little bit of a hot potato. I think you want to be a little bit careful on this one. Uh, I wouldn't hold it through the weekend, so I don't think I wouldn't move into it now. But let's see how it trades on Monday. If it's above about 30.50, then I think you know we might be able to see a way in the door. Let's look at the, the interday chart. Yeah, so it's basically trading from about 30 here to about 32 with you know right right on right on 31 today. The reason um you know so anything above about 3050 if it closes above that and then it opens above that you know, on Monday then you might consider it but uh you know it doesn't it, you know people really like the stock and it it is an interesting company. Um and again I have I have been trading it recently I've been in and out of it three times and I've made profit every time. So that's it's looking pretty good, um, but right now I wouldn't buy it. I'd wait for it to see how it settles tonight. See if it, you know, closes above thirty fifty. If it does, then maybe we might have something to go go on here. Let's take a quick question from TikTok. Thanks everybody for waiting. Um, option trade for next week, please. Ah, okay. Well, the option trade that I put out there for everyone is on. Um, uh, is, is, is on, um, I'm going to be putting that up on the, on, it's not up there currently. I'm going to be putting that option up trade, um, uh, tonight up on, uh, you know, up on the beacons and, and to, and to do that, you just go to my, um, you, you just go to my profile, hit the link and, and there, and you know, it's going to be a little bit after the show, but I'll have a, I'll have a, uh, a link to the slide deck 
uh, and this is kind of a special, you know, deal because because you know, um, you know, we have people that pay for these trades. Um, you'll be able to link directly to it and take a look at it at least until I take it down. So, um, uh, if you're not on the option trade alerts yet, easy way to do it is go to you know. Here's the thing: if you go right now uh, to my uh, my profile, hit the link and put in your information, first and last name. For everybody that does that, essentially today, I, I'll definitely link you to this option trade on TTD. So um, if you if you want to go ahead and take advantage of that, because it's, it's you know it's a pretty cool trade. So um, so there you go. It's sort of the sort of the option trade over the day, as it were. All right. So I have the um, this is uh, okay. Um, any predictions on SOS? Well, I couldn't say on that. Uh, what's, oh, <laughs> what about your option? What's your opinion about, uh, workhorse? Let me, let me come back to that. Let me come back to workhorse because, um, yeah, just let me come back to workhorse on that. I'll be, I'll, I'll definitely cover that. Um, AIV, this is from Samuel. Thank you. Uh, AIV. Uh, let's see. This is apartment. This is interesting. This is the one, this is the read that you were talking about. Uh, that uh, you, you've talked about this one before. Um, I mean, it's 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 good. The only thing about this right now is it's under ten dollars. I uh, under ten dollars stocks are difficult for me. I don't like them as much. It doesn't look bad. I mean, uh, you know, in the it's in the read area, eighty six out of one ninety seven. I just think that there's better merchandise out there. One of the ones I kind of want to show you is Continental Resources. It's in the oil and gas group. I know I keep you know hammering on about this but c d e v is the symbol on this one i think it's getting ready yeah it absolutely is um it's right below the buy zone this is one you might want to look at it's only a six dollar stock but yet it, it's got a lot of going for it now the, the volume is down a little bit today um but it's right at the cusp of going higher well to strength of 99 there's been a lot of acquisition of this this was called continental resources and it is a Big player in the Permian, and right now with the price of oil, I think this one might be a good play. It's at the oil and gas um, exploration and production group. It's number two out of 197, so very strong group. Just a thought. I mean, uh, but that is where at least I'm seeing a lot of strength in the market is in these um, these plays that are in the um, that are in the oil and gas. I mean, oil and gas seems to be doing great right now, so. And that's where I, I have four stocks in the oil and gas area. Hey, Jay, let's look at AYRO. All right, AYRO. Okay. And that is electric vehicles for the hospitality. Yeah, this is like a Cushman company. I don't know what this does. Interesting. Okay, well, the, this, this, we are getting some relief in the automobile manufacturers. But right now, the automobile ma manufacturers are very under pressure still, 188 to 197. Now, there was, it looks like there's some some a sign of life on Tesla today, uh, but I want to kind of go to the group. I don't really, I did buy one in this area, and I think right now our best bet, at least in this area, is probably GM. So let's take a look at GM. I just want to look at GM. You know, and I know, I know this is like, you know, your, your grandfather's Oldsmobile here, <laughs> but, but GM out, out of the, out of the automotive stocks, at least right now is looking the strongest. Now it's pulled back a little bit. It's, it's trying to push through 
this ceiling that uh, this this buy point at sixty three forty four. But you know, here I think that this one, this this, I think this stock is worth your while. I'm not saying that you know I have a crystal ball or anything like that, but I do know that next year, when um, you know EVs are getting started, all the major companies are going to produce them. Uh, uh, GM has some very good offerings in this area, uh, especially it, you know they've got the Volt, they've got the Volt, the Bolt, and the Spark. <laughs> but anyways, they're all doing pretty well, and um, the, the the company overall is doing very well. And the, and the thing about GM is that say what you will, they can produce a lot of cars quickly. And that's been a problem for a lot of the other manufacturers is that they've had these chip shortages so that they have not had the production. Uh, but General Motors, when it comes out of that, is probably going to have tremendous production. So this is one thing I think you ought to look at. Remember, this this company is a very different company than it was in 2013 when they declared bankruptcy. They riped away a lot of their debts, basically because of the U.S. taxpayer. They paid them. Uh, but, you know, Fidelity Contrafund is in this one. GM, I mean, it's hard to believe. Fidelity Contrafund typically is only in, you know, some of the, you know, some of the some of the best tech stocks. So I always look for Fidelity Contrafund to be in there as a, um, you know, as, to be in there as one of the as one of the funds in it. So this is very unusual you know, to, to, to take a position in this, but they do have a position in this. It's got a strong checklist as well. So if you want to be in the automobile space, I know that last year I was totally Tesla. I was everything Tesla. Tesla's great. I think still it is. Um, this year, I think though, it's going to be, it's going to change a little bit and uh, GM might be the way to go. Now, is it going to probably take off from the moon like Tesla? Probably not, <laughs> be honest with you. But I think it's solid, and I think it's going to do incredible, much better. If you're looking in the automobile manufacturers group, and right now it's it's not it's not trending as well as 188 and 197 in terms of the sectors. Now, part of the reason for that has been uh, where the where how Tesla has been trading because Tesla is so much part of this group. That's the reason why it is. But let me show you the chart for Tesla just as a comparison. You know, it's just it's kind of like this. You know, Tesla is is a great company. Uh, but it looks it's been taking a little bit of a time off. It, it's come right back up to the 200 day line. I'm still not convinced, though, that it's made a reversal. So right now it's up four percent, which is tremendous uh, at five ninety nine. But, you know, one day does not make um, does does not make the record. So uh, I want to see it re fully reverse. You know, I'm more interested as it moves above the. Um, above the 50-day line, which is at about five, about 660, 650, 660, that's going to be where that 50-day line is. So I don't think that uh, Tesla maybe has totally reversed, but GM, on the other hand, is more, is, is moving to a higher high into a new buy point. So that's what you might want to look at uh, there. All right, price target for NVIDIA. This is one of my favorite stocks, as you know. Because when I'm making money on a stock, it's my favorite stock. <laughs> and uh, um, Nvidia is this is a this is a classic. This is a classic play. Um, th this is this is a classic split play. Uh, in that, you know, um, Jason Wong uh, and 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 the and the guys um, waited until after earnings to say that they were going to have a stock split. So. 
I mean, well, I'm sorry. They went before. They said they're going to have a stock split before they had earnings. Earnings were blowout. So NVIDIA, I think this could be an $800 stock. Now, is it going to be an $800 stock on Monday? Probably not. But by June 21st, that's the date of record. I think that we may be you know, in the, at that level. Don't know. Can't say. But uh, you know, we're moving very nicely on NVIDIA right now. And uh, so that's looking looking pretty darn good. Uh, let's look at the five-minute chart on it to see. I did sell some of my options into strength. I had some uh, I had some 570 uh, a July 17 calls that I sold today at a very nice little profit. Um, you know, and I'm going more to the physical shares now. I'm buying more of the shares rather than just having the options because I do think that this one will move probably higher. I'm looking at potentially, and let's kind of see. I think we could easily make the 800 range. I'm going to draw. I'm going to draw a trend line here with my little handy dandy pen. I do think that we could possibly. You know, I'm having a little bit of uh, issues, of course, on the. Eh, like some issues on the that okay, so I do think you know there is a potential slope here if we look at it like that. So eight hundred, getting up to about the eight hundred level should come probably sometime when the split happens. So I think it could go as high as eight hundred. I really do. I really believe that. So let me show you my artwork here. <laughs> Beautiful artwork. Um, Currently, we've pulled to the top of the range. We're probably going to get a little pullback, but then I think we could continue up to 800 here very easily by the time of the split. And, of course, everybody of record on June 21st will get four shares for every one share that they have currently. So uh, I do expect that is going to um, do very well. So that, that is my price target, about 800, and that's going to hopefully be on or about uh, – July 19th. That's the day of record. That's when it's going to start trading as the split shares. Now, of course, when it starts trading as the split shares, if it's at 800, each share will be around $200. But I suspect that after the split, NVIDIA should be trading anywhere from about 175 to about 200. So that's kind of my my take on it. Thoughts on? Oh, look at that. So your thoughts on CHPT? Let's look at CHPT. CHPT. And that's, oh, ChargePoint. I love ChargePoint. You know, Charge, I don't know if you know this, but ChargePoint, I think, I don't know if these, I don't know if it was, I don't know what company, I don't know if it was GM that they signed to deal with. I'm not sure. But uh, ChargePoint's looking nice. I mean, after hours, it's up. It looks like it may have had, we may have seen a reversal on this one. I also want to look at Blank Charging because I think Blank is probably the, the acquisition target. Now, the question is, has it made a reversal? So I'm going to draw a reversal line, another reversal line here. And I'm just going to go right through the tops. Yeah. So I do believe that we are starting to see, I'm going to set an alert on that line. Um, I do think we're starting to see, and I'm going to get rid of this. This is the, this is the um, yeah. It does look like we've made a reversal above this so we, we are making a reversal i i i, th I think we're, we've cleared the the 200 day line so this is looking pretty good this is looking actually actionable here uh, i do think there's going to be a lot of demand for their charging stations let's look at the kind of the sister stock of this and that's blink charging blnk i always like to look at this one this is this is a third the size 
but I has a little bit better chart. This one is definitely reversed as well. So this one you want to put on your radar list because it's it's getting some strength, it's getting some love in the after hours. I mean, look at this. The relative strength on blink charging, 99. So that's really, really good. Now, it looks as if if it pulls above about 40 here, it, it made an attempt, then I think it's probably going to move higher. That's my guess. I mean, only time can see, but it's definitely reversed blink charging. This is the one I think that is potentially more actionable than charge point, but they're both very, very good. I suspect that, you know, uh, probably we'll see a merger or something like that. So um, we shall see. All right. Neo broke over 42. Let's look at Neo. Part of the reason I think um, Neo is, is trading better today is because of uh, uh, Tesla. Tesla has made a very nice, you know, maybe it's not quite made a reversal yet, but um, you know, that may be, that may be happening soon. Um, you know, the fact that it's staying above the 200 day line is good. It's got a relative strength of 90, 97. Now, is this coming back? Well, I think, you know, we might see some more action on it. They've had some very good numbers. Checklist is good. I just would be a little bit cautious about buying this one right now. I, instead of buying, uh, instead of buying Neo, I think the better buy, and, and this is where I've bought, is GM. And I know this is not as an exciting a company, but it has a much better chart pattern than uh, Neo does. So this is one, it's a little bit more expensive stock, but this one is definitely, definitely on the way up. And this one's showing a little bit better, uh, a, a little better action than um, the Neo. One of the things I really like about the General Motors stock is that, as you can see, this relative strength line, we're, you know, we've pulled off a little bit on it, but we're, we're looking like, you know, we're, we're going to punch through with that relative strength line. So this is, this is doing very, very well. On comparing that to Neo, uh, with Neo, it is not. Unfortunately, that relative strength line is, is somewhat declining, as you can see. So this is something that I always look at: is that relative strength line, because you see that was the high of the relative strength there, and that relative strength. I'm, I'm focusing on this blue line. That this blue line. It's not the price line. But this is the relative strength of the rest of the market. And the, the trend has been somewhat downward on NEO. So I, I don't necessarily think it will be a bad investment, uh, but I think you've got to be careful. Set your stop losses very tight, about 3%, because this one may reverse on you based on my based on this chart action. Um, the thing about uh, – let's go back to um, GM here. The thing about GM is that it has been improving – you see, it's up to its its higher level. So if it pulls above that on that relative strength line, that's about its high, then I think it's gonna it's gonna even move harder. Now it does have a lot of resistance right here at 6344. So the best way to do this is to buy it as it moves about 10 cents above that. I did that yeah uh, yesterday, but it did pull back a little bit today. I do think though we're gonna see some more strength in here. This is the volume is up, and so I do think we're going to see the strength there. So that's kind of in the automotive sector. That's kind of where I would I would be more comfortable would be with GM as opposed to Neo. It's just I think it's a better stock at this point. All right, let's look at some of the. Oh, hey, thank you, um, thank you for following me. Appreciate it. Take a look at CCIV. Gosh, you know I, I will, but you know CCIV is one of these spacs, and you know Bill Ackerman strikes again. <laughs> 
Uh, this has been terrible for people. He just steals money from people. Yeah, look at this thing. It's it's terrible. Um, I mean, I don't think you're going to get your money back on this one. This is this is why I don't buy SPACs. This chart is why I don't buy SPACs because basically it was selling for $64.86 back in February, okay? And that's when Bill Ackerman was saying, oh, it's the next best thing. We're going we're gonna to build an electric car. Well, guess what? He stole the money and he, you know, they're probably not going to build anything. So if I, if, I, if I was in this one, I would sell right now because I just don't think, I don't see it coming back. Now, they just haven't, you know, they haven't acquired anything. This is just a bank account sitting out there. So, you know, just this is the kind of one, if you're in it, uh, you know, maybe chuck it up to experience uh, because I don't think this one probably will come back to the level that it was at. I, now, now, if of course, if you bought it at $9, that's, it's, that's one thing. But I think a lot of people bought these at, uh, you know, Forty, fifty, sixty dollars a share, and, and they hadn't sell, and and uh, basically, you know, it, it probably never will come back because it's because it's a spec. It hasn't invested in anything. There's nothing. There's no there there. <laughs> it's just kind of a, you know, it's just kind of a, a, a filing really. That's all it really is. So, I'm not I'm not denigrating it, but uh, I just think that it's just not the place to be right now. I don't like spacs at all uh, because the typically they can can hurt people <laughs> best time to sell nvidia i'll tell you exactly when i think the best time to sell nvidia is let's look at the term for nvidia n v d a now why do i say this well i believe the best day to sell nvidia is going to be july 18th or 19th um july 18th or 19th now why do i why am i so specific on that well one of the reasons I'm so specific on that is because typically the way a split works is um, it trades up to it, it, after the announcement, which we've already had, it trades up. Then uh, it trades up to the to to the date of record. The date of record is going to be June 21st, and then it trades up to the date that it's going to split. Now, it, now Nvidia is going to split four for one. On uh, for everybody of record of June uh, uh, at June 21st of this of of, of this month is going to going to get four shares for every one share that they have and that's going to be on uh, July 18th. So at the close of business, July 18th, the next day, July 19th, it trades as split shares. So um, that typically is where it's going to trade the highest. What will happen is it'll run up to that, and then when it splits. The next day, people will start selling off shares to rebalance their portfolio. So they might have had 100 shares before. They have 400 shares. They're like, "Well, we'll sell 200. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to get too overweight in that." So that's what's going to happen, I believe. And um, so the best day to sell Nvidia is probably going to be on about the July 18th. And, I, and I'll try to uh, try to keep everybody up to date on that. That's essentially what I'm going to do. I, this is what I did on Tesla and on Apple last year. Worked out both. Really worked out great on both. Uh, let's look at um, Palantir (PLTR), and this one is a little different. This they got this company has some real revenue, and they've gotten some very good contracts. Um, you know, unfortunately, I was in this one basically on the run up, and then I got pulled out of it. It did make a reversal, so this is the reversal line that I have. So it's it's moving up the it's moving up very very nicely now here's there are some issues related to palantir and one of them of course is that the computer software enterprise group is just not trading all that well 
180 out of 197. So this is not where the, the capital is flowing in the market right now. I'm very red, I'm very careful about that because I want to be kind of, you know, it's sort of like what Bobby Orr used to say. You know, he the reason they asked somebody, oh, why are you such a good hockey player? Well, it's because I go to where the puck is going to go, you know, it's going to be. So the puck, I believe, at least in the near term, is going to be in the oil and gas sector. Now, that said, let's kind of take a look really quick at some of, you know, it's why am I saying this? Well, I'm going to show you why I'm saying this. And that is because I'm, I'm pulling up, these are, the, these are all of the groups in the, the, all the sectors in the, in the economy. I mean, in the, in the stock market, not in the economy. Well, the, economy the economy sort of is the stock market, to be honest. Um, so where are, where are they trading? Well, let's go over here and let's look at the rankings. And the rankings, okay, let's move over there. So let's go to the Okay, earnings for share. Um, okay, composite. Oh, that's composite. I want to see the ranks. Um, where is it? Count last price. Oh, that's because I'm looking at the wrong charts. I, I was wondering, like, why am I? Why am I not seeing those ranks there? Well, here are the ranks, and we're going to pull that up. Uh, okay, so currently in the rankings of where the you know kind of where's waldo this is this is where the industry this is what the this is the industry group rankings so from 1 to 197 the number one group is retail consumer so that's why uh, if you're interested there's a very good stock in there called con c o n n it's doing quite well I'll show that in just a second where i've been concentrating is in this number 2 group here because there's 60 companies in there and that's the 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 us oil and gas group and right now there's a company in here called uh, Continental Resources, which looks like it is just about ready to pop. I kind of want to show you that one. And that is in here. So the price of oil has been going up. <coughs> and this is going to give us some opportunities. These are the top stocks in here. Now, CDEV, Continental Resources, this is the stock I'm talking about that looks like it's getting ready. It's just right at that buy point. The buy point is 625. And if it posts in it, it's got a tight pattern. So it looks like it's just getting ready to go. There's a nice little Easter egg down there. And what that means, of course, is abnormally high uh, buying volume. Okay, these are all blue spikes, as you can see. That means that these are people buying, not selling. So it says to me that... Uh, Everybody seems to be interested in um, oil and gas, and this is the one that's ready to go. Now, I will probably buy this one if it moves above 625. I already have uh, four other oil companies, so I'm, I'm kind of heavy on oils, but this is where the money is moving in the market currently. So that's kind of what I wanted to, to put out there, uh, and that's one of the ways that you can take a look at uh, you know, doing, it, doing something. Okay, let's look at next question. Thank you very much. Can you... Demo RSI and MACD for one of the coins. Well, um, not really, because unfortunately, I don't really have a lot of the tools for, for the coins themselves. But here's what I do uh, to look at the, the, the uh, to look at Bitcoin. I use a proxy, and the proxy I use is the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, or GBTC. That's the symbol for it. And the way that one trades, and I'm going to bring that up here, is that it because 
the GBCC has 4% of the world's Bitcoin, it typically is a proxy for that. So we've been in a, essentially in a pullback, but we're starting to see some, we're, we're starting to see some life as it bounces off the 200 day line. Now, the question is, um, you know, this is an open-ended ground for trust that's based on that tracks Bitcoin at the market price. So that's why I use this as a proxy. Now, um, what does this what does what does this say for Bitcoin? Well, I'm not sure exactly what it says. Let's open. Let's open. You know, Bitcoin had been trading up as of late. It seems to be in a. It seems to be range bound in a, from about thirty thousand up to about forty. But let's take a look. I don't want to say anything that might not be exactly right. So I'm gonna pull up the Bitcoin chart and take a look at it. And that's Bitcoin. Okay, there we go. And let's pull on over to that chart. And this will be kind of, conf you know, a little bit of a kind of bunch of windows open here. So let's kind of grow this one. And so we can kind of Take a look at it. All right. Well, it's off a little bit today. It was at 39. Yesterday, it's at 36. Wow. It's pretty It's pretty volatile. It's fully, pretty volatile. I do, you know, there has been a recovery in the price of gold as well. So it seems as if uh, the run on Bitcoin, at least for now, is, is, is abating. But here's the thing. Um, Elon Musk, of course, has been tweeting that, you know, he's not going to be into Bitcoin anymore. I don't know what he's trading. <laughs> he's a genius, but... You know, I, I don't know if I follow them all the time, but this might put a damper on on Bitcoin's price. What I do think is starting to happen is you're starting to see some of the people take their profits uh, in Bitcoin and move it over to gold. And so I'm going to get a look at the gold price because we, you know, we still have the issues with um, inflation, which is coming. And, I, and a lot of people here haven't experienced uh, inflation, but uh, as you can see, the gold price is up today. It pulled back yesterday kind of bounced and i think it's back on its way up if gold moves above about 2000 right here then we're going to see we're going to see um we're going to see a lot of inflation because because this is a inflation hedge and uh, unfortunately bitcoin isn't really so i do think that we're seeing a lot of people take their profits in bitcoin and move them over to gold so that's kind of my that's kind of my 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 point so i hope that makes some sense on that um, okay, we don't see the chart. Hmm. Okay, did I not show that? I guess I didn't. Hopefully you can see that. Well, hopefully you can see the chart here. You should be able to see the chart. Yeah, this is the gold price chart. All right, so. All right, CCIV. Let's look at uh, ABML. Hmm. Okay, let's look at ABML. I will pull up the chart on that one. Okay. A B M L. Okay. Well, did I get that right? A B M L. Uh, maybe it's Atmel at H B M L. B M L. Is that right? A B. Hmm. A B M L. Well, that's not working for me. Uh, that's not working for it. So I guess I have to come back to that one. Sorry about that, Aziz. Sorry about that. 
All right, let's look on American Airlines, and we're going to get to the airlines. And, uh, of course, these are real opportunities. Now, uh, for full disclosure, I shorted – I didn't actually short. I used a uh, bare put spread uh, on De Delta Airlines, and this was for earnings. This is the beginning of the earnings season. And, uh, of course, it pulled back, and I did pretty well on it. I got lucky, I think, on that one. Um, I still think that this sector is still going to be – under a lot of pressure for a while, because I just think even, even if we have a reopening, um, you know, it's still going to be difficult. A lot of, uh, a lot of businesses are using zoom and, and, uh, other things. And, uh, so really the, the thing that's going to come back, of course, is the, 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 uh, retail, uh, uh, tourist trade, but unfortunately that's very price sensitive. So there's not a lot of profit in it. the business class is where the money is. I'm not so sure that's going to come back as quickly, but Ricky, I do believe this sector is okay. Real strength is 55. Uh, let's let's look at, uh, at at American. American, of course, is not as in good shape. They're based in Fort Worth here, but they're not as in good shape. And as you can see, they've pulled back. There is a buy point on American uh, at about 26.09, but it just keeps re getting rejected. So. I don't know about this sector. I, I think I want to take a little bit wait see. I want to see a little bit more strength in this sector. The sector is currently 165 out of 197. So the sector in general is not as strong as I would like to see it. Um, let's see if I can. Uh, let's see if it'll let me. Yeah. No, unfortunately not. Um, so I just think you got to be really careful of this sector. I just I don't think it's a very strong sector, and I think there's just other places to be. Um, um, other place to be. Question: Do you have a Juneteenth play? No, but that's interesting. That's a good. That, that's a. That's a very interesting. That's that's a very interesting. Um, that that's that's a very interesting comment. You know, for everybody out there, I don't know if you know this, but um, Juneteenth is a very interesting day uh, in the history of America. As a matter of fact, in the history of Texas, actually, for years in Texas, Juneteenth has been a holiday, and what Juneteenth is. Is it is the day that in Galveston, um, the uh, the 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 after after the Civil War, I think it was like almost two years later. It's unbelievable that um, that a general landed in Galveston and basically said, you know, this, you know, the 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 the, the slaves are free, and so it's it's been for years. It's been a holiday here in texas of course it's a, it's a very very significant day and i think you know it, it may end up becoming a national holiday and i think that's that's very appropriate actually uh, but in terms of place for them i can't really tell you i can't, I can't really tell you about that but uh it you know it, it, at least here in texas it's just been a day that you know it's kind of like uh you know a nice day to kind of be with a family and uh you know, and it commemorates this very, very historic event. So, very interesting, Juneteenth, and it's it is uh, you know, it's kind of a, been a regional thing down here in Texas forever, and now it's kind of spreading uh, nationwide, which is it's kind of a cool thing, uh, I think. Anyways, um, all right, thoughts on Noke, any uh, Nokia? Let's take a look at Noke and okay. and there we go, Nokia. Well, this is you know. Again, uh, interesting, interesting stock, Ricky. But eh, I think there's other ones out there right now that might be seeing more love. I really believe that. So I'm going to kind of, you know, I don't know how, um, you know, if, if it'll go any further. I, I, it seems like it's getting, 
it seems like you know it's 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 trading one cent above where it closed, you know, and there is some volume on it, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem like there's a short squeeze or anything like that going on. So I wouldn't really. I'm not as interested in it as uh, I am some of the other ones, to be honest. Um. Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, disease. Here we go. ABML. Thank you. American battery battery medical medical corporation shows on TV. Okay. I guess I didn't have the right. I probably didn't have the right. Uh, um, you know, TV is great because it just has just about every symbol. And I don't use, I I, I use um, Thinkorswim to trade with, but I don't use it for the charts. And you know, that's one thing about the, about that. No, it doesn't. Yeah. ABML. Yeah. Unfortunately, no, it does not. It does not show up on my charts. TD Ameritrade has an amazing coverage, has amazing coverage of prices. Um, you know, because you can practically buy anything. You can practically buy on any exchange. You can buy on TD Ameritrade. So, yeah, interesting. By the way, if you're interested and you want to shift over to TD Ameritrade from Robin or something like, that, highly recommend it. And if you and if you do want to do that, I can send you a link uh, if you're interested. Uh, or you can just go do it yourself. They usually give you a few hundred dollars if you switch. So I highly recommend it. It's what I use, and I think it's a great company as well. So, uh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I meant Nicola, not uh, – sorry, not Nokia. Okay. Uh, Nicola is in uh, – N-K uh, – N – what is – oh, yeah. What is, what is it? N-K – I've got it here. Uh, Nicole, uh, Nicole. Yeah. NKLA. NKLA. Yeah. I'm sorry. NKLA. There we go. Right. Yeah. Nicole, you know, unfortunately, uh, Nicola was sort of a, sort of the scene of a crime, <laughs> but the people at Nicola, the, they, they fired the CEO, but basically it was a paper company. They couldn't produce anything, but they got somehow, and I don't know how they did it. They got a deal with GM. Well, it just hasn't done anything since. I mean, you know, hydrogen, I don't know why this is, but, you know, I've, I, when I was younger, I was an avid reader of popular mechanics. And this shows you kind of where my head's at. And they were always talking about this, this, this hydrogen vehicle that was coming. Uh, I don't think so. Um, I think, I think the building, you know, I think the Tesla has proven that the vehicles are going to be electric. Uh, I think that, you know, yes, it's true they have electric drivetrains and all that stuff, but I, I just wouldn't invest in this one. Uh, it's just it's just proven. It's kind of like CCIV. It's it's sort of not a real company. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be in it. if I if I had any of these stock, I would sell it immediately because I don't think you're going to get back your money any other way. I I just it doesn't. This is the chart. Uh, this is this is the chart. It's just not. It's just ugly. That's all I can say. It's ugly. So sorry about that, uh, being so um, <laughs> negative on it. All right, uh, what's the difference between MarketSmith and Leaderboard? If you have both, yeah, I have. Well, actually, just FYI for you, uh, MarketSmith actually contains all the stocks on Leaderboard. Leaderboard is sort of a curated um, special kind of product that uh, Investor Business Daily puts out. It's very good. It basically shows what stocks are leading. But, you know, uh, it's, it's a junior product to, um, to MarketSmith, but, and, but it has some great information. And it basically kind of curates a hand-picked list of stocks that are leading. Um, 
I, I, I used to, I used to have it. Uh, it's great, but I just, I just do everything with MarketSmith now. So if you're looking between the two, I think you ought to look at MarketSmith because it, even though it's the more expensive one, it's, it's going to give you all the leaderboard stocks on it. So that's my, that's my opinion. The, 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 the graphics are a little bit less detailed on leaderboard than they are in MarketSmith. So um, I do like, that's why I like MarketSmith so much. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, goodness. I am. Hi, <laughs> my camera cut out again. So let's take a look at um, some of the questions from TikTok. Thank you very much for holding here. Um, okay, no charts available. Oh, by the way, everybody, I, I know that there are no charts available on TikTok. That's because technically I can't show them on TikTok. But if you want to see the charts, just go to this, go to youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor, and that's where you can see uh, all the charts because um, YouTube allows me to broadcast the charts and TikTok doesn't, unfortunately. Um, so that's kind of been the, 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 the that's kind of been the bugaboo. If you want to get, um, you know, right over to the, to the charts, easy to do. Just go to my profile, hit the link, scroll to the bottom and you will see, um, the, the live broadcast on YouTube, but YouTube allows you to broadcast the charts. And unfortunately I have not been able to do that yet with, uh, TikTok. So I like TikTok a lot, but that's not, um, I can't do that. <laughs> TikTok. Okay. Thanks for saying, um, can you do H A H T? Let's look at A H T real quick. A H T. And that is Ashford. Oh, interesting. This is also a Dallas company. I know, I know this company. Um, you know, this has been a, a hard hit group, the read group, but it's, it's definitely doing better. Relative strength is 90. So this is a good, this is a good area. Um, I don't believe I see if they've just come through earnings. I have to check to see. Uh, it looks as if, yeah, they have a 90 roll of strength. It does look like there's a little resistance at about 582. So this is a reopening kind of stock. Um, I think that I wouldn't buy this one, but I would watch list this one because I think this could be very good in the future. I think right now, you know, they're still getting their occupancies up. The holiday travel is going to be really good this year, but you know. Again, Ashford Suites depends on that business traveler. So the question is, is the business traveler going to come back? If they do, then I think it's going to be great. But right now, I think you just got to watch this. It's a good company, uh, very, very good company. But I think you got to be, uh, you know, they, they really, really, uh, uh, really careful with this. Now, basically what these guys do, they don't actually run the hotels. They provide the loan financing, the mortgage financing for the hospitality industry. And there's a very big need for this. It's, you know, first lanes, mezzanine financing, all the kind of stuff they do. So, um, you know, as long as, uh, if rates go up a little bit, these, these guys ought to do well, but I just think that there's better places to be rather than this area. Now here's, here's, here's one that I like in this particular area. And I, I keep touting it, but it's called ELS equity lifestyle. And what this is, is this is a company that owns, uh, that owns parks, uh, trailer parks. I call them trailer parks. That's, that's wrong. But this one has just done tremendous. This is the only, this is the only REIT now owned by Sam Zell. And of course, Sam Zell famously sold out at the top of the market, you know, uh, his offices, his commercial, he's just done really, but this is the one he still has and it's called equity lifestyles. And it just seems to just continue to do well. Uh, it's currently outside of the buy zone, unfortunately. It just pulled about above the buy zone about three days ago. But if you want to be in this area, this this REIT finance area, this is one you want to possibly consider. 
equity lifestyle. Uh, it, I, I'm a little bit concerned with the low, the, the, the low rating on the relative strength on 53, but here's the thing I like about this chart. You have the 200-day line and the 50-day, that's the red line, is crossed above it. You have this ascending RS line. Oops. Okay. I'm having bandwidth issues. That's why, that's why it's cutting on that. But you notice this blue line here, and it's kind of, yeah. You notice how it's going upwards. This is very, very bullish, very bullish. So right now, this company is improving against the S&P 500. It's also improving relative to other stocks. So this one is one you might want to look at, Equity Lifestyle, if you're in this group. ELS, not a lot of people trade it, but it's a great stock and uh, very, very strong. All right. Uh, I know so much about. <laughs> well, I, 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 a lot of crib notes, <laughs> a lot of, lot of crib notes, and I, and I do, I try to prepare. I, I usually prepare about uh, an hour or two before open a trade every day, but uh, it's just kind of fun. I mean, I've, I've always, I've always liked the stock market and uh, making money, so it's not, it's totally fun for me. Thank you. That's a very nice comment. I appreciate it very, very much. All right. Um, okay. Uh, let's look at. I think I took, I think I have almost done all the questions. Space. AI, oh, another question from Samuel. Samuel has such good questions. Um, AIV. All right, let's take a look. Ah, oh, this is the apartment. This is another good one, too. This is in the same group as Equity Lifestyle. It's just a little less expensive stock. Also, a very, very good chart. I just happen to like Equity Lifestyle better because I think that especially with the coming inflation and affordability crisis that we're going to have in real estate, uh, ELS is really positioned really, really well in that, in that space. So um, kind of a cool place to be. Let's see if I have one more question here. Um, all right. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Um, your lives are like trading class. Okay, great. Well, well, thank you very, very much. You know, um, if, you, if you're interested uh, and you want to kind of get more in-depth on it, uh, we do offer a Discord room. And, and uh, we've had some people that have been, you know, just come in there recently that have done very, very well. I mean, we're, we're starting to see a market turn here. and There's some really good opportunities. And in this one, you know, you can message me directly and that kind of thing. And, you know, hopefully I'll answer you pretty quickly. Sometimes I'm busy, but I try to get to everybody. And, and that's really easy. Uh, you know, you can sign up for the free action trailer. It's like that sendfox.com slash Dallas trading floor. But if you're interested in taking kind of a look-see at kind of what um, the Discord room is all about. And by the way, we have some spread trades up there too. Some are some are for members only, some are aren't. Uh, just go to this uh, Discord room location. Just go to this location, www.vinnyvhinny.com slash you. Put, very pretty, put that you in there for some reason. Dallas trading floor and you'll go right to that and you'll kind of see kind of what we've got to offer and that you know um, that's if you want to kind of take your trading to the next level but uh, you know thanks for tuning in every day I'd really really appreciate it uh, every way so until uh, until Monday um, I hope everyone is uh, is going to do well there's going to be some really good opportunities I think coming up next week I think we're starting to see the market strengthen and I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for people out there. So keep your powder dry, really, because when it turns to a market, uh, uh, when, when the market turns from an uptrend under pressure to a, to a, mar a market uptrend, we're going to find that it's, it's time to basically get back in and make some money. So until, uh, it's, until 
Monday at 2.30. Oops. Hopefully when I get more bandwidth. <laughs> um, happy trading. And, uh, and, and uh, have a really nice weekend, everybody. I will see you on Monday.